And I'm Kim, and we are two paranormal investigators who delve into the depths of the famous and not-so-famous cases of Moida, ghosts, legends, and lore with a healthy dose of debunking. Yes, indeed. Debunking donuts. <laughs> uh, I suppose the... Th- theme of this could be like debunking spelunking <coughs> debunking spelunking debunking spelunking is that gonna be our hashtag it might have to be okay uh because there's some caves involved in my topic today or would it be despunkin uh that sounds like the name of a porn oh no <laughs> despunkin hmm <laughs> Oh, no. But wait, before we get into our topic, can we ask a favor of our listeners? Oh, yes, we absolutely can. Okay, hey, listeners. Hey, ghouls. That's me, Gabby. Here's Kim. We're here together. We have a favor to ask of you. We know that you're just, like, itching every time you listen to an episode to ask us questions and be a part of the gang and say, "What, what do you think, Scully? How about you, Mulder? <laughs> what would you do in this scenario? Or what was your, like, most shocking experience with the paranormal? Whatever questions you may have. What are have. your thoughts on pickles? How do you feel about the pants? The cryptid mm. pants? Uh, Ice cream, pro or con? It could be anything, truly. It could be anything. Um, let's just keep it like PG, you know? Um, but uh, I will say you have the opportunity to now ask us questions that we will then feature on our next episode, which is going to be a fun end of year, new year, old year, evaluate, let's chat situation where we answer your questions. So ask us. So go on over to our Ghoulish Tendencies Instagram or Facebook, and you can message us directly or leave a comment on our most recent post. Um, At this time, I don't know if it'll, when this is released, be your most recent post, but there's a (laughs) post that says, what would Ghoulish Tendencies do? Uh, That's the one. Um, Or just message us. Drop into our, or slide into our DMs and uh, spelunk into our our DMs. DMs. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah, ask us some questions. Your deadline is the 29th. Uh, so December 29th is the last day to ask questions because we are recording on the 30th. That so, we are. Uh, yeah, ask us questions so we can answer them and give you our thoughts. Cool? Cool. Awesome. Cool. Spelunkin. Spelunkin. <laughs> I didn't tell you what this topic was going to be uh, before we started recording either. No, you just gave me a hint like two minutes before we started recording. Oh, did I? Wait, was it the spelunking? No. Oh, you just no. Yes. Yeah, listen, listen, I don't remember like two seconds ago right now. That's how it's been a year. Short term memory is not our forte. It's not. You're right. No, I did because you were because we were talking topics. The yeah. Upcoming and then shenanigans. OK. Yeah. Uh, let me set the stage for y'all. Set the stage. June of 2014. A YouTube comment was left on a video titled, Son of an Area 51 Technician. The comment was posted under the screen name, Snakebit McGee, which is a great, it's a great name. (laughs) Sorry. Gabby's really digging that name. She's really loving it. Oh, yeah. This is a great time. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this topic. Uh, The comment said, Quote, that ain't nothing. 
I'm a long distance hiker. One time during one of my hikes out by Nellis Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find. P.S. Don't do that. Uh, (laughs) That's Kim's commentary. Don't do that. Don't do it. But as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to vibrate. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibrating became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. That was one of the strangest things that ever happened to me. When he tried to find the cave again, he disappeared, and no trace of him has been found to this day. Today, we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Kenny Veach. Ooh, my only main question is, was the vibration sound sounding like a mmm, because it was an M? Uh, you know, he didn't get that specific. He's not here to tell us. We can't ask him. And he's not here. We can't ask him. Fair. That's fair. Are you familiar with this case? I am not, but I'm so excited to hear about it. (laughs) Kenny Veach was a 47-year-old experienced hiker living in Las Vegas. Uh, He was a character. He liked to collect things when he went out on his hikes. And self-described... I'm a long-distance hiker. I solo hike across the mountaintops. Most people wouldn't dare go. I play with rattlesnakes for fun. (laughs) That's such a Las Vegas comment. Like, not someone who visits (laughs) Las Vegas, but someone who lives in Las Vegas. I play with rattlesnakes for fun. You don't do that? There's not a lot to do, you know? (laughs) Certain things. You just... Whatever floats your boat, man. There was a time when I was a kid and my cousin Annie was over and uh, it wasn't a rattlesnake. It was just a gardener snake. But like she, no, it was our cat had like mauled this poor gardener snake and it wasn't fully dead. And Annie's picking it up and like flinging it around. And uh, (laughs) even then I was like, this feels like a poor decision. Good, good intuition. Yeah. Maybe don't play with snakes. Uh, From what I could find on him, he was very well liked. One relative would refer to him as an adrenaline junkie. Of course. Who else shakes a rattlesnake unless you're not an (laughs) adrenaline junkie? Well, what's great is, so the example that was given in what I was reading is that, you know, he picked up a rattlesnake and the rattlesnake did what, you know, rattlesnakes do. And it bit him and he had to be hospitalized. What did he think was going to happen? What did he think was going to happen? Truly. Uh, There was another story about a time he pushed himself too far on a hike and he hurt one of his toenails, which later turned black and fell off. I mean, yeah. Did he like whack his foot on a rock or something? Like, how did that happen? I like, I, it didn't get that specific, but just that like he pushed himself too hard. Like, and I have a strong stomach. You know, the stuff I watch, uh, nail stuff gets to me. (laughs) Ooh, I didn't know that. That's a fun fact. Oh, yeah. Nail stuff, like nails being pulled off. and Like the time Terrence slammed his thumb in my car door before we purchased it. It was while we were test driving it and I had to take him to urgent care after buying my car. car. No, I purchased it. He had to wait with a bleedy thumb while I paid for the car. (laughs) And then we went to urgent care in the new car. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. He, he, he was a trooper. He sucked it up. Uh, Kenny loved exploring the desert and had a particular curiosity about some of the weird things in the desert. Um, 
he he was actually kind of pretty hard on some like of the alien and conspiracy. Hell yes. Yeah. Again, the the comment was originally left in the video, son of an Area 51 technician. So it was about aliens or whatnot. Uh, awesome. Love it. Yeah, I was going to say, I figured you would you would dig that. Yeah. Uh, it does not appear as though he would prepare the best for these hikes. So I read a couple of books uh, that had chapters on Kenny, including a book called Strange Tales 5, Mysteries, Murders, and Other Tales of the Unexplained by Sarah Hapgood. And in it, she said, you know, he would often only take a bottle of water and like a granola bar or a candy bar or something when he or a power bar when he'd go on these hikes. And like, OK, my brother climbs mountains, right? He climbs mountains and you put your body through so much stress doing stuff like this. And he's doing it in the Las Vegas desert on top of it. Yeah, you need more than that. <laughs> In fact, he was even quoted as saying, it takes me about three days to recover from the abuse I put myself through. That's because you're not eating enough or drinking enough water, you douche. Like, no, it, it, and not the healthiest thing to do. No. Like he'd, he'd lose, you know, 10 pounds going on one of these hikes because you're That's just crazy. just sweating. Yeah. Uh, he had a girlfriend of seven years, Sharon Pilgrim. They met at a country western dance hall she used to go to cute she it was very cute like i saw her on a a, i watched a special uh, about this and she was interviewed and she uh she said she felt like a kid when she was with him that he just had this energy and that he was her best friend he also had a daughter victoria from a previous relationship uh who i think was uh, I was a little unclear how old she was when Kenny disappeared. I believe she was a teenager because the they interviewed her and um, she still seems quite young now. Uh, but I couldn't find her exact age. There was a lot of it's actually remarkably hard to get a lot of more specific details on this case. <laughs> Uh, he had been a service technician at a coffee company for 17 years, but about a year prior quit his job. He wanted to open his own decorating company. He was also inventing things. He wanted to be on Shark Tank. <laughs> okay, and actually, pray tell, what was he inventing? Well, actually, okay, so this is what's bonkers. He has a YouTube channel, but there's only like five videos on it. Uh, and most of them are videos uh, auditioning for Shark Tank with some kind of invention. So, folks, if you're curious, you can find these videos. You can look them up. They're nice. still up. His YouTube channel is still up. That's wild. So, living in Nevada, he spent a decent amount of time exploring the Mojave Desert. Have you ever been? Where is the Mojave Desert? <laughs> Probably. Okay, so... Um, it's the smallest of the four major North American deserts, which I did not know. Uh, it's the best protected because a quarter of the plant species in the desert are not found anywhere else. Super cool. It's in mostly it's in southern Nevada, parts of western Arizona and southeastern California. Death so, yes. Valley is part yes, of I the have. Mojave. Yeah. Um, it has a greater range of elevation than any other desert in North America because you have Death Valley at the lowest in the mountain ranges. Uh I, I've been to Joshua Tree, and, mm-hmm. and Joshua Tree is, is part of it. Yeah, and driven through some other parts. Like, it's it's hella pretty. Yeah, there's a couple of cool spots. Um, Hicksville is a cool spot in oh, Joshua yeah. Tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I've yes. been to a few times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
And so for him as an explorer, you're never going to run out of places to look into. And there's there's caves, there's mountains, there's, you know, little valley areas. There's just, there's so much. Uh, and he was trying to explore it all. So over the next four months after he posted this comment, uh, there was a lot of back and forth between him and other internet commenters because it's the internet. Was uh, it on Live Journal? Sorry. <laughs> no, it was all like YouTube. It's all YouTube. On, okay. on YouTube videos because um, you can you can find them, but it's you're sorting through at this point a lot of stuff because this is ten years ago almost. Right. So I was trying to find some of the original comments and not just screen captures, but wading through all the BS, it takes forever. Yeah, that'll take a while. Yeah. Uh, so it, it culminated in him posting, quote, maybe it's just a strange looking cave that has a mountain lion living in it. It should be sometime this week. I'll have my nine millimeter with me this time just in case. Last time I was unarmed. It's a 10 hour hike. No trails. Very dangerous terrain. The mountain is located right next to a bombing range. I have found some giant empty rounds of ammo before. I've just been waiting for the Vegas weather to cool down. It's not the kind of hike one would do in the summer. Okay. So he's ready to go again to find this cave. He makes a second attempt. He posts a video on his channel uh, about it on October 17th of 2014. I'm going to play uh, a clip from this video. And uh, I'm looking for a cave that I, I found, and I didn't, have a, I didn't have a sidearm when I was here before, and something about that cave just spooked me out of all the caves I've ever gone in. This one just made my body vibrate. The closer I got to it, the crazier my body felt, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to go in there right now, but I'm coming back someday. And I talked to some people on YouTube, and I told them, hey, I'm coming out here, you know, because they, they kind of called my hand on it. So I don't know if there's going to be anything to it, but it, it might be interesting. Uh, if I can find it, i got to relocate it, and this is a big mountain range I'm in. And uh, I'm not, I'm on foot, you know, my truck's way out there. There's no roads, there's no trails. It's a pretty rough terrain. So uh, hopefully I'll find it. It's shaped like a big M. It's a big cave that looks just like a gigantic M. And it's about as tall as I am and kind of narrow. And uh, it's stuck on the side of a mountain. Uh, so I hope I can find it again. And if, if I do, I'm, I'm going in there. I'm going to put on my light and take my gun out and walk in there, see if I find anything. We'll see. Um, I'm going to take the camera and show you how deep this hole is and kind of show you around um, real quick. So here we go. Uh, he's, he's a character. He's a character. Yeah, I see. You, you get such a great. And this whole video is about 22 minutes long. Again, the YouTube station is still up. So you can you can watch the whole thing if you want. I did. Um, but he's just got this great energy. But he talks about the cave, about what it looks like, about how he felt the first time, and, and he's mm -hmm. trying to find it again, and he's got his camera ready to go on this journey with him. So he did a lot of looking, but he was unsuccessful, and he talks about it close to the end of the video, so I'm going to play you another clip. Okay. Well, I did not find the cave. That is so weird. I mean, I thought for sure I was just going to be able to find it. Um, I remember it being fairly easy, uh, who knows, but I am at the mouth of the canyon there. I'm just now coming out and now I have to take a big left hand turn and 
walk all the way back to my truck, which is a long, hard trip because I've got a lot of up and down to do. And that's it. I'll talk to you when I get back to my truck. Bye-bye. So he doesn't find it. That's weird. That's weird, but also... It's a big I, space. It's a big space, and, and, and you can't appreciate this from audio, but none of this is on any kind of trail. This is not... I mean, this is just literally... In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere desert with up and down. There's a part of the video where he has to, like, go up a thing and then go down a bunch of brush. And he's like, oh, this is going to get kind of dicey. I mean, like, this is not easy terrain. It's unpredictable. Uh, And it's so easy to miss anything because there's just so much stuff to look at. Yeah. So the day after the hike, he posts, quote, I got back from a 10-hour hike yesterday. I completely searched the whole damn canyon. I could not relocate the cave. I found a tarantula, a tortoise, and a ram. I could not find the cave. I don't know if you've ever climbed up and down a mountain for 10 hours, but it wore me out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I got tired just watching some of it. Yeah, we only showed me like a minute, and I'm, I'm, I'm beat. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of work. For us just to watch it oh yeah we're watching. so in shape yep uh and because people on the internet are assholes there's a lot of accusations that he's lying and like y'all don't listen to people on the internet <laughs> they're dicks also don't go looking for a mysterious cave because someone on the internet triple dog dares you like it's not gonna end well that's it that's the moral of the story it's <laughs> That's the whole thing. Episode over. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Episode not over yet. Mic drop. (laughs) Don't drop that mic. It's it's expensive. Don't do it. We're so tempting. (laughs) Uh, So he does decide to go out for a third time. Not everyone was as optimistic about his chances. A user named... (laughs) This is so dumb. Lemmy Killmister? (laughs) Yeah. And there's a there's a singer of it. Yeah, there's a singer who had the same name. But he posted, no, do not go back there. If you find that cave entrance, don't go in. If you do, you won't get out. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which is pretty alarming. And uh, Kenny responds to the comment, what makes you say that? But he never got a response. I did try to find out more info on this person to see if, you know, why they needed to make this warning couldn't find anything never posted anything else under this username and the comment was later deleted and and that's you know what this is such a great example though of why this case is so frustrating because is this someone with actual information or is this just the internet you can't know you can't know because like people on the internet just say things because they think it's funny or interesting or they want to be part of it or they're lying because that's what you do on the internet that's what you can do, and anyone will do whatever they can do. Exactly. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> he goes out again. Monday, November 10th, 2014. Planning on doing a solo overnight hike. Had his backpack. He had his gun and his phone. Drove his car out into the desert. And as far as we know, he went out alone. And he would never return because he was known to go for days at a time and push his limits when he didn't return the next day it was not an immediate cause for worry uh but when his girlfriend didn't hear anything from him either 
late the next day or three days later, I saw varying accounts. Sure. She called missing persons who started looking about two days after that. Over 30 people were part of the team looking for him. A helicopter was used to see if they could spot anything from above. They'd find his car. And a week after he disappeared, his cell phone and some coins were found at the entrance of the abandoned mine shaft. The same one from that video he made. So they put the camera down the shaft, but there's no sign of him. There's no sign anything's been disturbed either. There's no tracks to follow. No other items belonging to Kenny were found. His disappearance wasn't really mentioned online until December 10th of 2014 when his girlfriend commented saying he hadn't returned and he was now considered a missing person. The mysterious M cave was also never located. The Red Rock Search and Rescue Commander Dave Cummings spoke to News 3 and said, We found his phone close to a very old mine shaft, and we can't find another trail. Now, it doesn't mean he's down the mine shaft, but we've tracked him as far as we can. We're having our other crews come in from the search areas. Weirder still, I read an account of a comment left on Kenny's YouTube video. Uh, It was in Stephen Young's book, Nightmare in the Woods. The woods will never be the same again. And he mentions someone commenting. And again, the internet is a wild place. Quote, why was my comment deleted? Why did you delete all my comments regarding Kenny's original post that got him killed on this video? You are covering up comments that led to the death of a fellow YouTuber. Shame on you. Oh, shit. But, like, again, were comments actually deleted? Was there stuff that was deleted because of a cover-up or something? Or is this just people on the internet being people on the internet? (laughs) We'll never know. It's so hard to tell. Um, Also, I feel like this is the second week in a row we're covering something where it's just like, it's so weird. I love the weird topics. They're so fun. They are fun. It is kind of nice to, I mean, this is still, this is still sad, but it's not the same level of sad of some of our, like, it's not a Pedro Lopez. No, we've gone way down the sad, sad rabbit hole before. This one's not as deep. This is, this is, this is sad, but it, 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 it's, yeah, anyway. Okay. So what happened to Kenny? There are a number of theories ranging from the logical to what I will call a Mulder level 10. Ooh. Uh, we should come up with a whole Mulder and Scully rating system. Oh, my gosh. I like that. Right. <gasps> uh, also, P.S., if you want to go down a really weird rabbit hole, go to TikTok. Oh, yeah. TikTok's great for that kind of stuff. But no, I mean, but specifically looking up Kenny Veach and the M cave, because some of the videos posted are bad shit oh my gosh why well i mean because it's everything from people who are going out searching for the cave themselves to people who feel like they know what happened to weird conspiracy theories to people who like analyze the video he took that 22 minute video that we listened Mm -hmm. to clips from like frame by frame and they're like here you can see a military helmet and here it looks like there's a pair of eyes and i was like or it's the desert but that's just it's, it's a pair of eyes the ex- like the extremes people go to and there are hundreds of these videos online because people are wading through stuff was ridiculous yeah people are wild now the first and to me one of the more logical theories is that he died of natural causes um If you watch the entire video he posted from his second trip, he even mentions how little he brings with him. 
It was like a granola bar or bottle of water, which which is par for the course for him. He's hiking around terrain that's not marked. He takes risks. He easily could have injured himself, run out of food and water. He could have fallen into one of the mine shafts. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of those abandoned mine shafts. Or he could have found the cave and got injured inside of it, bitten by a rattlesnake, attacked by an animal. There's coyotes. There's mountain lions in the Mojave. Um, and he, he did have his gun on him. But there's that. But that. I mean, OK. That so doesn't mean much. It like, doesn't there's... mean much. And there, there was no signs of blood or any kind of attack where the searchers were. But again, in an area that big, that doesn't really mean anything. I think it was one of the detectives uh, in the the special I was watching was like, you could walk right by his body and not see it. That's what the terrain is like. Damn. So throwing out there that like, oh, but there's, you know, they didn't find a body. They didn't find a sign. You, you it, it's it's the desert. The desert's the, the desert. sign. Yeah. Um. I'm going to play you another clip from his second trip looking for the cave where he talks about his supplies and conditions of a hike. Cool. So I do all of this solo, you know, and it's, it's, it gets, it's kind of dangerous. And I try to pretend like I don't have any supplies. You know, I bring water and I bring something to eat, but I haven't eaten anything since I started this hike and I've only had two small gulps of water. So I kind of try to pretend that I'm running out or I don't have it just so I can see how far I can actually go before I feel like I'm in trouble. That way, if I ever do get in trouble, I know when <laughs> I know when I should start panicking and how long I have before I'm in trouble. So uh, that's a good idea to do that, you know. If, if I get real, real, real thirsty or I get hungry, I could just always reach into my pack. But I like to ration what I have um, so I can go long, long distances. So uh, you could look at all this of two ways. One is that if he was incapacitated, he wouldn't have enough food and water to sustain him until someone came to rescue him. Uh, however, you could also look at it as... His body's used to him putting the strain on it with low supplies, so maybe he would have lasted longer than the average person on very little water and very little food. It's possible, yeah. Possible. Although, it is November, and the temperature ranges, I think the temperature high that day was like 81, but in the evenings, it does get Gets cold. cold. Yeah. It does get cold at night. So, one of the arguments against the natural causes theory is the lack of body which we <laughs> talked about a little about why that's sort of silly. Um, yes, there was a lot of searches. They found his phone. Wouldn't they have found him? Maybe. We don't know the circumstances of him parting with his phone. Could it have fallen out of his pocket early on? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, could he have walked for hours after that? Sure. Maybe. Could he have left his cell phone there deliberately? maybe press, press save on that oh okay um but he could have found the cave and gone in he even remarked in his earlier video how many caves there are and there's no way to realistically search them all gabby i'm gonna queue up another clip Woohoo! there's lots of little caves um but they're you know they're not the kind of cave i'm looking for the kind of cave i'm looking for is, is deep and it's dark and it's uh it's shaped like it's, it's shaped just like the letter M. So 
lots of little caves and stuff along here and it's about it's about level with the ground like like right like in an area like this so I really got to keep my eyes peeled because I don't want to pass it you know? and then there's caves like that it all I'm not going up there. And there's caves. There's actually caves all over the place up here. It's kind of a, it's a really cool place. If you, want, if you want to come spelunking, this is the place to come spelunking, man. You heard it. If you want to come spelunking, this is the place to come spelunking. It kind of looked like there was an animal in that, that cave. That's one of the points people think there's eyes. But yeah. it's honestly, it's just the way the light's hitting the rock. Like, if you, okay. if you look at it big, it, it's... Yeah, um, but there's so, and I realize listening to somebody on a video be like, and there's a cave, and there's a cave is not as effective as seeing all these caves on the video, but trust me, even in just this little tiny area, there's there's like half a dozen caves right there. So he could have looked for shelter in a cave and died. An animal could have dragged his body back into a cave. Uh, like the lack of body means nothing. Another theory is that he stumbled across illegal activity or saw something he shouldn't have seen. Maybe he was even abducted by a drug cartel. In Vegas? Eh, possible. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the desert. <laughs> That's true. I would think it's more like some mafia. Sure, mafia. Mafia stuff. But, um, I mean, you know, there's, there's, again, there's no body, no tracks from a car, uh, although someone didn't want his body found they would have made sure of it uh it, it, this is just kind of one of those one-off theories of like all right yeah maybe maybe he stumbled across a serial killer disposing of a body who then killed him if you start down that rabbit hole no that's like the feet yeah but i mean it's like you could maybe it to death yeah pun intended uh, <laughs> he disappeared near the nellis air force base he'd mentioned that uh in one of the comments how the base was near where he found the cave and some theorize that he stumbled across something he shouldn't have seen or that the cave could even have been related to some sort of military experiments. Maybe an entrance to some sort of secret military base. <laughs> because you know what this is near, Gabby? What is this near, Kim? Area 51. Dun, dun, dun. Uh... Which, y'all, if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say Area 51, why are you even listening to our podcast? I don't even think you would be here if you didn't know, though. You why know what you I mean? It's, no. You immediately pause this and go do the barest of Google searches because, y'all, I can't. Uh, so, yes, Area 51 is a thing. Um, there is something called, I, I, this, I didn't know this was the acronym. This cracks me up. Deep Underground Military Base, or... Dumb. <laughs> Can we take a moment to appreciate that acronym? <laughs> oh, whoever came up with that is a genius. That's great. Right? It's up That's there really with good. Uh, South Lake Union Transit. Sl the slut. Yeah. The slut. The dumb slut. Oh, no. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, uh, no. Sorry. That, now, that's a reference not everyone's going to get. Um, no. There is a... a uh, public transit train that goes from downtown to South Lake Union, and it's called the in South Seattle. Lake Union Transit in Seattle. 
and uh, we <laughs> were an acronym of slut. <laughs> and how that got passed. The fact day. that no one noticed that until like after it was well, functioning they, makes no vote, sense. Though? Didn't wasn't there a vote? Oh, so I don't had know. To have noticed it. I, I'd have to look into that history again. Anyway, it's just funny to me though. It's like it's amazing. classic, classic <laughs> move. So remember that weird, shaky, ominous feeling Kenny was getting the first time the, he discovered mm, the cave? Yeah, I, yes. Uh, <laughs> there are these things that have been developed called access denial systems, which use heat as a deterrent. So one of the theories is that one could have been developed that used infrasound, which can cause feelings of fear and even cause hallucinations. Sure. They can also occur naturally because it's it's one of the things associated with some areas that have a lot of hauntings or or uh alien sightings is that it's not actually anything supernatural it's naturally occurring infrasound that's causing people to become uneasy and to see things oh my gosh you know what this reminds me of what the deeds will have passed so this entire case, I even have a note at the end to mention that. This whole case made me think of Dietlif Pass. Because we haven't covered that in a long time. No. That was a long time ago. It was a lo- that, was, that was early days. Yeah. But it, it absolutely, it has so many elements that remind me of that. Yeah. I, could, I was thinking about that when you were saying the vibration sounds. Mm-hmm. So is this a possibility? Sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean, honestly, I the infrasound thing, I think, with the M-Cave um, is a genuine possibility. That I'm like, I don't know, I would absolutely buy that that was why he was feeling so weird and shaky and creeped out. Um, do I think that it was the military? Uh, <laughs> Tell me how you and, really feel. And I mean, again, if if like, the military the men in black whatever like yeah they're gonna hide your body if they but i just again i don't buy that they would have if he stumbled across a military base or something also p.s where's security (laughs) you just have this you know but but you you they deter somebody from even getting that far they have it they have it secure It, it would never have gotten to this point so and that's my thoughts on that part thank you for the clarification you are absolutely 100% welcome some have hypothesized the whole thing was a hoax Uh, which okay Um, if this is a hoax he's yet to pop back up into the world to yell gotcha Like, he's not pulled Andy Kaufman or something, you know. Uh, his girlfriend had said, I filled out a missing persons report. You can also confirm from old newspaper reports, the Las Vegas Sun and news channels. Like, n- no, he he's not around. Nobody else is in on this hoax, if it is. Uh, some think he maybe faked his own death. Now... He had quit Why? his job about, okay. well, I'm about, to, I'm about to get into Okay, that. sorry, I got excited. <laughs> He'd quit his job about a year before disappearing to start his own business, but it wasn't doing super great. 
Um, he mentioned maybe having to sell his home because of financial struggles. It does not as, appear as though he was in debt, but uh, he was definitely feeling the strain for money. Also, faking your own death is not the easiest thing to do. I mean, like, sure, you can disappear. That part, great. Yeah, that's, you know, go into the desert, don't don't come out, you've disappeared. But if you're starting a whole new identity, that takes money, it takes documents. Getting fake documents requires even more money. And is also not, you don't just, like, listen, when I was 18, <laughs> and I was freshly arrived at Hofstra University, and we're not going to mention the year it was, because it was a while ago, my roommate wanted to go into the city with me because she wanted to go down to some place in the village where she could get a fake ID. And you used to be able to walk into these shops and they they sold, the way they got away with it is it was like they were souvenirs. They were like, oh, we'll make you a souvenir ID. But it was like a really shitty fake ID she paid like, I don't know, 20 bucks for, right? Sure, yeah. But she used to use this to go to the sketchy Hofstra bars, like Bogarts or whatever that were across the street from the university. And uh, this was... It was kind of a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. But if you actually really looked at it, no one was going to think this was a real ID. <laughs> Getting legitimate fake documents is really hard. Yeah. Uh, also, like, he had a girlfriend. He had a daughter. Like, why would he, he had, just, like, disappear it, when he has a kid? Like, it makes that's... no sense. He, he had he had siblings. Uh this case has also gotten a lot of attention in the last decade. It's not like we've had, you know, Elvis-level sightings of him. And the internet's good at that. Like, we've, we're just talking about how bonkers TikTok has been. Mm -hmm. If he was being seen, we would know about it. Yeah, everyone has a phone. Everyone can record. Like Exactly. Yeah. But some people think that it goes deeper than that. Um, that he was faking the M-Cave. It was a hoax he cooked up for attention. There was some journalists who pointed out that his story about the cave uh, wasn't always consistent. Which, okay, sure, it could be because it was a hoax. It could also just be because our memories aren't great. And he's like, no, I found this cave. And it was like an M. And it was like on the side of a mountain, I think. Or maybe it was on the ground or... Maybe it was more like this. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was the desert. Like, also, yeah. like, uh, this makes me think. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. this is like so relevant to the um, Betty and Barney mm -hmm. situation with memory that we mm -hmm. talked about. Mm -hmm. And like, I just studied a whole slew of stuff in my psychology class about <laughs> not just false memories, but like how your memory is not reliable. And oh, how like yeah. things like exhaustion, malnourishment mm -hmm. can impact your memory. So mm -hmm. if he's already saying like he was in the video that he likes to push himself mm -hmm. to a point where he knows when to worry on a regular hike, not just like when things get bad. Maybe he hallucinated something or thought he saw something that wasn't mm -hmm. actually there. And maybe it's not his memory that's messed him up, but maybe it's just like his perception of the space based on the way his brain is functioning because it's malnourished or dehydrated. Like absolutely. it could also be that. That's just mm -hmm. an idea. No, absolutely. Um, so... This is this is the part that's a little a little interesting, a little weird. Ooh. That some take is to to 
lending some authenticity to the he faked his death or he faked his disappearance. There was a break-in on July 15th of 2018 at a Las Vegas business called the Enchanted Forest Reiki Center. Oh, fun. This business was owned by Kenny's sister-in-law, Debbie, who's married to Kenny's brother, Raymond. His other sister-in-law, Susan. She's convinced the person who broke in was Kenny. Huh, why? What? Okay, I'm about to get into that, but can I give you a funny side note? Uh, yeah. So I found this woman on Facebook. <laughs> and That's I messaged funny. her. <laughs> what? You did? I did. <laughs> did she respond? She did. <gasps> um, and she said she was his former sister-in-law. Oh, no, she's no longer with the She's no longer brother. with the other brother. And that there was a documentary being made, which I think is the episode of Real Life Nightmares that I watched. But that was it. That's all That's all the details she gave me. Because I was kind of like, hey, I'm doing research for this thing. And I just wanted to reach out because I saw you'd left a comment on this one video. And it seems like you're related to Kenny. Is there anything you can say? And she says there's a documentary being made. I was like, okay. <laughs> but there you go. Um, so she saw the video footage from the break-in because there's surveillance footage right security camera Mm -hmm. footage Mm -hmm. and what she said as soon as i saw that i went oh that's kenny Uh uh-oh i don't know Mm -hmm. if you said this already and i just missed it what was the date of the break-in like how far after kenny's disappearance was it 15th of 2018 so like years later years after he disappeared end of 2015 damn this is this is not quite four years later almost four years yeah okay that's Mm -hmm. weird So Susan gets in touch with his daughter, Victoria. Ugh, which just, this this makes me sad. Who immediately agrees it's her dad. Oh, that's so awful. And she'd say in this episode of Real Life Nightmare, my biggest theory about his disappearance is that he was just over it. So she thinks that he just decided... To disappear. Because um, there's another theory we're going to be talking about in a second. So so press save on this moment. Okay. Uh, now, the security footage, it's not great quality. And honestly, you can't see the face very well. I mean, Kenny was a white male with brown hair and kind of average build. The man in the video is also a white male with brown hair, kind of average build. So is my brother. Uh, <laughs> Kim, so was it your guy brother? That lives down the hall from me. So is my friend Michael uh, and my friend Arden, who I went to grad school with. Also, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> but so many I mean? options. It's, it's 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 like it, it makes me OK. This, this is maybe a horrible thing to say, but it reminds me sometimes I get like these. I get a bunch of students and, you know, they're all like generic brunettes of <laughs> the same height and the same age. And I'm like, oh, wait, crap, I've, I've known you for an hour and I can't remember who's Sophie and who's Emma and who's, you know, bookshelf or whatever name they've given you. Uh, bookshelf? I don't know. That's probably not true. Um, but it's, 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 you know, I don't want to say like generic looking person, but like there, it's not like Kenny had a distinguishing feature. Right. That you could look at and be like, oh, remember that scar across his forehead? 
or the a man hat in the video like his hat. The, well, except, but even that, like it's four years hat. later. It's a hat. That's true. It's not a. It's <laughs> like it's it's there's there's nothing that lends itself other than he, he is a vaguely similar looking male. Uh, but but he was a, a kind of generic looking dude. Um, not as a slight, just if if you were to just glance at him and look away, all you would probably remember is his hair color and approximately his height. You know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. So they run the footage through facial recognition um, software, and it couldn't really conclude anything either way. His brother Raymond also doesn't think it's him and says Kenny didn't even know about the store. Uh, so no, it just makes me kind of sad. Also, like, I have questions. Like, why, if he did disappear and just wanted to, like, was over it, right, as mm-hmm. his daughter said, why show up like that? Right. Why go there? The video does look like he's maybe looking for something specific. Whoever it is that breaks in. But it could just be someone breaking in looking exactly. for something specific. How exactly. is it? Why would it be Kenny? Why like, would it be Kenny? In my mind, the logical thought process would be if Kenny shows his face, if he actually did like fall off the face of the earth, earth on purpose mm-hmm. and he decided to come back to like society, wouldn't you think he would go to his daughter or his girlfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like unless like I, I'm curious and I don't know if you're going to get into this at all, if he had any, like, um, like history of mental health problems. We're going to get into this. Okay, cool. Just yeah. curious. That's why I wanted you to press save on some on the stuff ah. about his daughter. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so you'll like this next theory. Uh, alien abduction. Woohoo! Uh, this is really based on virtually nothing other than, you know, area. I think it's mostly people are like, it's Area 51. He was abducted by aliens. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the theory. I mean, there's sightings and there's uh, encounters of aliens in this area. So there we go. Uh, if you really want to lean into this, go to TikTok. Oh, TikTok. What a reliable oh, source. TikTok. Okay, this is this might be my favorite. Um uh, I read, okay, it's kind of supernaturally, a guy named John Yazzie. He's a cultural historian and former forestry technician. Fun. He thinks he figured out where the cave is based on the video that Kenny posted. He thinks Kenny found the cave. And as he says, and I apologize, this is a long quote, but I think it's worth it. Go for it. You have wondered if he, Kenny, was taken underground. Within the realm of the supernatural, I suppose he was taken underground through the use of an entrance that was temporarily created in the form of some type of portal to another dimension or reality. How that happens, I don't know. I say that because in the context of skinwalkers and secret societies, I have heard that these people will meet in an underground cave that only one can gain entrance and departure only for a specified time. And that is where they will perform ceremonies. In these stories, a person will have followed a suspected member to a secret cave location and watch a ritual. Then, when they return the next day with other people to the cave site, all they will find is a blank cliff face. My aunt, who lives at Lecce, part of a reservation in Arizona, pointed to a rock structure east of the community. 
where there is a supposed supernatural cave where dark magic practitioners meet. In the old days, people used to kill practitioners of dark magic, but when modern law enforcement policies were implemented, then these dark practitioners were able to hide behind ignorance of the law. Which, okay, I need to pause for a second. Are we really bemoaning the fact that we can't put witches to death anymore? (laughs) Is that what he's trying to say right there? That's what it sounds like. (laughs) This dude goes on for pages oh my god so how reliable of a source is this kid oh it's it's not but it was in one of the books and i thought it was funny oh okay Um, fair (laughs) well because like he's talking so he thinks uh all these pages about dark magic and skinwalkers and um again i'm not going to subject you to the entire thing but uh and also for anyone who is unfamiliar skinwalker is um a witch, usually considered a dark witch, who can turn into some sort of animal, uh, part of Navajo culture. From, from I always I thought there up. was a UFO alien connection to them as well. There probably. <laughs> uh, I've seen that. Um, like based I, in Utah was yeah something yeah I yeah yeah. yeah. There's Skimwalker Ranch. Yeah yeah. Um, but uh. Long story short, evil magic users took him to some sort of evil magic dimension, and the M cave is part of the evil magic. That's me simplifying a whole Does lot. Does M stand for magic? It probably does, Gabby. It probably does. Mm, magic. Um, like, okay, I I debated if I should even include this, but the pages and pages in this book made me say, yes, I should absolutely include this. Um, so there's that one. I kind of love it. <laughs> Honestly, if it was between that and aliens, I would probably think aliens was a more believable theory. But uh, but that's also fun. <coughs> I mean, who's to say that, that he didn't travel to another dimension? There is actually a God, was it was it a movie that was done on Dyatlov Pass? They don't go to a magic dimension. They go to like they do. There is some kind of weird dimensional thing in it, though. So, you know, who knows? You never know. Um, one of the books I read, it was Stephen Young's book, uh, which I, I referenced earlier. He referenced another person who may have gone missing, another hiker who may have gone missing in March of 2016, known only by the name Eric. Um, he posted that he was going to be going out to find a cave. He would update his journey on Twitter, but the account no longer exists. No updates were ever made. Some people take this to be another person brought down by the mysterious cave. I see it more like someone got bored with a story and never updated it. Like <laughs> I couldn't find a missing persons report on someone named Eric from March of 2016. It's kind of a leap to be like the cave must have eaten him. Yeah. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion right no. away. He probably just like went home and people forgot to update it. Like that's yeah. Oh, it's uh, probably it's, I mean, what again, happened. It's the internet. That's the thing. Anything said on the internet, you take with a grain of salt. Yeah. So, his girlfriend has another theory as to what happened to him. Do and tell. I'm going to apologize again for the length of this, but I think it's worth reading in its entirety. Uh, and a, a quick warning. This does deal with talk of suicide. We looked and looked in his home for anything that showed where the cave was. He did have maps of the mountain, and I have driven there twice to drop him off for a hike. He'd hiked those mountains several times over the years. I hiked the area with him, too. There are no trails. So much of it looks the same. There are so many miles. 
I feel that he probably won't be found. He loved hiking. It was his favorite thing. Together we hiked and camped in the desert all over. We found many abandoned mines and caves. We were always careful when we explored them. We wore snake guards, carried water. You have to be careful of the terrain. I do not think he had an accident. I think he committed suicide. Oh, damn. He battled with depression for years, but he would not go see a doctor or take any pills. Mm. His father committed suicide. Mm. It would be easy to do in the desert. I didn't go with him when he found the cave. And she would go on to say she'd noticed his depression had gotten worse and that he'd even spoken to her of his suicidal thoughts. Uh, I found another article quoting her that said, I believe he committed suicide. He battled depression for many years and would not take medication or see a doctor. He quit his job a little more than a year before he disappeared. One helicopter flyover was done and there was no trace of Kenny or any of his camping things. They found his car in the area I told them it would be. They did find his cell phone by the mine shaft in the video. The mine shaft was only about a four-hour hike from his car. It is my feeling he left it behind so that he could not be tracked from the GPS in it. Hmm. He also did not take his video camera with him on his <clears throat> solo hike. It was That's left selling. in his home, so he had no intention of filming anything. Hmm. Uh, Richard Wilde's bedtime story book also has a chapter on Kenny in it and he talks about Kenny's father dying by suicide when Kenny was in his early 20s and that Kenny allegedly found the body oh no that's awful which is why he had said if he ever did take his own life he would not do it at home but out in the wilderness where no one would ever find him oh that's a pretty clear indicator when police looked at Kenny's house, they found articles relating to suicide in his search history, and he had written the words, help me, 50 to 60 times. Journals where he spoke about his depression. Uh, his girlfriend also revealed that the day before Kenny went out on his hike, they went and saw the movie Birdman, and at the end of the movie, the character does attempt suicide, and after they saw it, she remembers him being off, and she even asked him if he could stay a moment longer so she could give him another hug before they parted. But the video camera being left at home to me is, is one of the big ones. Um, yeah. If his whole thing, and I mean, we saw it for the second one, it's a 22 minute video that he's taking to, to show his progress. If he was really looking for the cave, he would have brought the camera. He would have brought the camera. It makes me kind of think that, like, he was probably really unstable for a while, mm -hmm. but also maybe had, like, ups and downs where he felt invigorated by going out and doing the hikes, and, like, that's mm -hmm. what made him happy, but also, like, knew that no one would, like, worry about him because he did it so much that, like, he could get away with doing it if he needed to, you know? Well, I'd read one article that commented it's possible he was bipolar, too, because you have those manic highs, which yeah. we see some of that energy, but then the lows are low. Um, the, the phone being left, too. If he deliberately left the phone so it couldn't be traced. Well, and also, so I I'd mentioned earlier about him looking into selling his home. Mm -hmm. I found out this weird detail. 
and he he like made a video. Uh, he was trying to get someone to buy it who would keep him on as caretaker. I think the example he uses in the video is like Alice and the Brady Bunch, because uh, he wanted to keep living there. But it, it wasn't a huge place, so it's not the kind of place you. It's not like a mansion where you need someone around to help take care of this place. That seems odd. He just didn't want to leave his home, but his financial situation was getting to a point where there was no choice. So. What happened to Kenny Beach? Um, I have to say, researching this, part of what I was frustrated with was the lack of, of just info on Kenny himself um, and how little normal media attention his disappearance got. Uh, most of what you find is le- leaning into the mysterious nature, the conspiracy theories, and not genuinely trying to trace what could have happened. Uh, it was a <clears throat> lot of regurgitation of the same facts over and over and over again. Uh which is frustrating. I, I was really happy when I found that that episode because it actually interviewed like his daughter and his girlfriend and his brother. Sure. Because it was the most details about Kenny I'd found up until that point. And yep, it did remind me of Dealt Pass, the whole thing. A very similar feeling and a very similar kind of mystery. Um of all the theories suggested, like I, I hate to say that the last one that that he took his own life is the most compelling and I think is the most supported based on what was found. I know his daughter does not think that's what happened. She doesn't think her father would have done that. But that's hard. and we've spoken about this before with with um, people who allegedly uh, die by suicide, where it's sometimes unclear how oh family thinks they never would have, but. I mean, because you don't want to think that, but but you're not you're too close. You can't always see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? I I don't think that he disappeared and showed up at his sister in law's shop. Um, no. I don't think that. I would love to think that there is some sort of portal, but we know that that's not probably logical. And I think that the indicators of him leaving the camera at home. The fact that he had a gun on him, which to me was an odd choice. Like, well, but he'd been bringing a gun the past couple hikes because of animals. The feeling, the feeling from the that he got. He was too freaked out. He wanted to have his gun with him, so he does have it in the video. He has on the second hike. No, too. I know. I'm just saying, like the fact that he has a gun, he has a means. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that like no one would really think anything of him bringing a gun with him on a hike if he brought it on previous ones because of what happened. So there's a lot of like it seems like he did a lot of things to make it not look like suicide if it was. Um, but I also feel like. Unfortunately, this it might be the situation of a person who didn't get the treatment that they probably needed with depression and mm-hmm. depression sucks. And it's especially and, and bipolar disorders are, are really which we really don't awful. know. We don't that know if he was diagnosed. That's conjecture, just a, but sure. Yeah, yeah. But whatever it was, whatever. Obviously, like there's no actual formal diagnosis because he didn't see a doctor. But that yeah. doesn't mean that something's not wrong. Oh, no. Absolutely. And I think that like. This is also kind of like conjecture, but a lot of men have an issue and there's a lot of stigma around mental health with men and getting Mm -hmm. diagnosis on Mm -hmm. mental health issues for men because it's it takes away 
masculinity for some people and like mm-hmm. they don't want to be vulnerable um or pretend mm-hmm. or actually like acknowledge that something's wrong or be out of control or have to like say that you have to take medication for something for example and so i would think that this is kind of like a control thing like he likes to be in control he wanted to like not drink water and not eat food until he absolutely had to he yeah. liked being in an unpredictable environment which is also kind of out of his control, ironically. Mm-hmm. But, like, to know that you can go into the middle of nowhere and the likelihood of being found is low mm-hmm. and it won't have a negative impact on his family the way he was impacted by his dad. Yeah. Like, learning that detail for me was was huge. That yeah. That if he found his dad... To the point where he said to people, if I ever did this, I would make sure nobody ever had to find my body. That's like predicting it, basically. Yeah. But it's it's and it's, it seems like there were key indicators leading up to it, too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. from hearing what his girlfriend had said. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So I agree with you. I think it's probably that. Um. The mysterious M cave has never officially been found, although if you go down the TikTok and YouTube rabbit hole, you will find many people posting videos because they think they have found the M cave. Uh, Have they found it? We don't know. If you want to go down the TikTok rabbit hole, brace yourself, (laughs) but you absolutely can. Uh, It can get kind of wild. Oh, TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Uh, That is... The disappearance of Kenny Veach and the M Cave. Dang, that's a <laughs> wild one. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I heard about this story. I think I'd seen like, I don't know. I read a lot of the grunge articles that are like this weird thing, and I'll, I'll make a note in my little topic book of, oh, this could be a possible topic. Um, it definitely went some directions I was not anticipating when I started really researching it. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, this brings us to... Creepy Critics Corner. Creepy Critics Corner. Cam, what you watching? Uh, I went and saw Godzilla Minus One. I didn't even know that was a movie that was out. <laughs> Godzilla minus one. Mm, I don't pay attention. Oh, it's been it's epic. It's uh, it's the newest Godzilla movie from Japan. Oh, cool. And uh, it's it's been breaking a bunch of box office records here. Um, it's uh, oh, it was something that. Because they was originally only supposed to be released in the United States for like a week, mm-hmm. but it was it's been doing so well. They've been releasing it all over the place. It's become the biggest debut for a foreign film in 2023, and the most successful live action Japanese movie in history. Wow, that's a mm-hmm. big deal. As of December 17th, uh. It is the sixth highest grossing Japanese film of all time in the United States. Damn. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, it also made me cry. Wow. Your cold I dead know. heart cried? My cold dead heart cried. It had feelings. Uh, 
it's it's real good. If you have a chance to see this in theaters, uh, go see it in theaters. It's not going to play the same way on um, on a small screen. Uh, but yeah, it's it's heartfelt. You know, the the budget isn't huge. It really leans in to the human side of everything. Um, you could take the monster out. You still have a really compelling and interesting story mm-hmm. happening. Uh, lots of social commentary with the monster metaphor, which is one of their their favorite things uh, with the with the Godzilla movies. But um, no, it's 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 takes place primarily uh, just post um, World War Two. In the the couple years that initially right at the end of World War Two, and then you you go through it's like nineteen. 19- 46 and 1947 and uh you're following a character you're following this guy who had been a um kamikaze pilot he was supposed to be uh but the war ended but he'd had an encounter with a godzilla monster right at the end of the war and godzilla <laughs> comes again and it's it's I, Again, I went in almost blind seeing it. I'm like, I know Godzilla's going to pop out at some point. It's interesting because it's a return to Godzilla as a villain. Cool. Which, uh, it's been a while since that's how he's been portrayed. <clears throat> but um, it's, no, it was fantastic. If, if, if given the opportunity, I would say go, go watch um, Godzilla Minus One. I, uh, I watched, I finally watched Exorcist Believer. Did you hate it? Not as much as I thought I would. Oh, uh, that's good. Well, I think I liked it more in The Pope's Exorcist. I fucking hated that movie. That movie was dumb. <laughs> I didn't hate that movie. I just thought it was dumb. Um, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I mean, it's, I know plenty of people who like that movie. I wasn't one of them, but it's fine. You can like that movie if you want to like that movie. Uh, no, I honestly, I think because I kept hearing how awful it was, I was ready for it to be like the worst thing I'd seen this year. It wasn't. It was but fine. it wasn't great. It's not good, no. But it wasn't like it's definitely not my lowest rated movie for the year. Um, no, it's. I mean, it's an Exorcist movie. Uh, I I do like that they kind of tried to tie in the history from the first movie. Um, do I think they were successful with a lot of their story beats? No. <coughs> Uh, pardon me. I do like that Leslie Odom Jr.'s in it because I love him. I think he's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Ellen Burstyn, you know, shows up. Uh, but no, it's it's not a great movie. But it's streaming on Peacock. If you if you like possession movies, you might enjoy it. But it's uh, it's it's very paint by numbers. There's nothing new really happening. It's very meh. It's very meh. Honestly, there's better movies out there. I would say watch one of those unless you're like me and just try to watch all the shit. So. Watch Gabby, all the what shit, you've Kim. Been watching. <laughs> Not all the shit. I'll say that. Um, so I have a friend staying with us right now who loves um, Korean things, and mm. so she had us watching Physical One Hundred on Netflix, okay. which is a reality show that I'm probably going to butcher talking about it, but I will do my best. Uh, it basically features like every type of athlete, but like really random ones too, like. Okay. With different levels of strength skills, uh, you know, how fast they can be, like, whatever. Like, they're all, like, the top tier of every type of athlete. And they put them against each other to compete for 
the most physical person who's like the strongest or what have you. And it's mm-hmm. like super brutal. But what's really funny is we were watching it with the English dubbed on top of it and the translation's very off. Oh, yeah. I and can't it's watch. really funny. I can't um, watch dubbed. <laughs> but it, it was, it's just like the trans, I guess so my, my friend watched it like with subtitles with it being Korean. And so it actually like made more sense. But then when she was watching it with us with the English dub on top, we we're just like losing it, laughing at like the words that were chosen and like how, what they're saying, but it's entertaining. Um, it makes me feel like a lazy ass eating some chips, yeah. watching a show about people that are really in shape and I'm not. Um, but you know, it's, it's engaging. Like I really wasn't sure if I was going to be into it, but it's like very, very entertaining. And like, everyone's so sweet and kind like they look like they want to murder each other and then when they're done they like hug and i'm like this is weird i don't know what to think about this (laughs) um but it it is really really cool to watch um but i also started a new docu-series which isn't really new new but new to me um Mm -hmm. it's on max called heaven's gate the cult of cults Mm -hmm. just because you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you're feeling some kind of way, watch something about cults. It makes you feel better about yourself that you're not in one. Um, <laughs> at least that's my take. Uh, but also, I didn't realize a lot of information that was provided in that. And mm. I'm not done with it. I'm only two episodes in, but it mm-hmm. is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the UFO aspect is wild. Real wild. Uh, <laughs> but it's also very well done because it's an HBO like Max docuseries. And so mm-hmm. I trust anything that comes out of there. Um, I'm excited to finish it. But yeah, that's the weird lineup that I have this week is <laughs> physical 100 Korean show and uh, cults. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's uh, what I've been watching. <laughs> nice little, little plethora of options for our, mm-hmm. our listeners to test out. Um but anywho, having said that, thank you for listening. Again, send us your questions on social meds. It's Ghoulish uh-huh. Tendencies Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. You can also find us on Patreon if you would like to contribute and say, hey, we like you. Have some of my money. Thank you, please. Uh, but also, if you want to say, I just really like this podcast, I would like to give a rating and review. Apple Podcasts and Spotify is the place to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, happy holidays, friends. Thank you for listening. And... <laughs>